In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christmas is, <clears throat> well, it's so, it's so big. Hmm? The ideas that we deal with on Christmas are such big ideas. The stakes are very high. Hmm? The theology is very deep. And all of that is very good. But Christmas is also about things that are regular size and human. Christmas is about things that are quiet and things that are personal and things that are personally meaningful. The story that we read in Luke chapter 2 is touching and inspiring and the tenderness with which all of this has been put together is palpable even in the words that we that are coming off the page and all of this is also good the big ideas of christmas are that god has become a human child that heaven and earth are becoming united in one being in one human man that this is the fulfillment of all history and this is the moment that defines what it means to be a human. It is a cosmic event, a realignment of heaven and earth and of all existence. And it's good that we wrestle with these big ideas because if we avoid these big ideas, then Christmas becomes sentimentalized. If we lose sight of this big picture, the theological picture, it becomes just a touching tale about a silent night and a little town. But the personal, the small, the human-sized ideas are also just as powerful. God came into our world, into our, the life that we live from day to day. His love is born in our hearts. God is in this story approachable and lovable and touchable and adorable. God has a family. God's family experiences all of the hardship and complexity and the drama of family life. And there is hope here in the midst of ordinary people's lives. The story of the baby Jesus and his family here in Luke chapter 2 and then as we read later how you know King Herod came after all the baby boys and Jesus and his family have to run away. All of these things are maybe we don't hopefully we haven't experienced anything like that but it is this is the story of God and this is a story that we can understand and we can actually imagine what it would be like to have to uproot and go to a foreign country or, or what, what it would be like to experience this kind of, well, I mean, we've heard some people have actually gone into labor the last couple days when, you know. We can feel our way into this story and we can enjoy how familiar and comfortable and comforting it is. And it's good that we treasure these personal ideas too because if we lose sight of this, then Christmas is only an awe-inspiring cosmic event that has nothing to do with you or me. The glory of Christmas, my friends, the glory of Christmas is that all of the big ideas, the transcendent ideas, the deep, complicated ideas actually do have to do with you. It's all about you. The complicated, transcendent idea called God has become concrete and earthly 
and enjoyable for ordinary human beings. Christmas is for theologians and Christmas is for toddlers. And the theologian and the toddler both hear the same story. And the wonder of Christmas, the wonder of the story is that it is wonderful and fascinating to the theologian and to the toddler, and it is wonderful and fascinating to both for the same reason. Because when the little boy points at the manger scene, the baby doll in the manger or whatever, points at it and says, that's God. And the little boy's mother says, that's right, sweetie, and God is here for us. The theologian has nothing to add except amen. Now we should be careful about, well, we should be careful about telling other people to be careful about putting God in a box, right? Because you hear that sometimes. Well, you, you can't put God in a box. You're, you can't make God, you know, you can't make God conform to your own ideas. You can't put God in a box. The God is big, right? And you can't, you can't contain him like that. We should be careful about saying things like that because, and we should be careful because this is the, the greatest thing that God ever did was put himself into a box. Hmm? That box called a manger. Lord Jesus Christ, thy manger is the paradise at which my soul reclineth. God has put himself into a box. You cannot make God too small on Christmas. You cannot make God look too human. You cannot make this story too much about you and your own deliverance from whatever it is that is besetting you or tormenting you right now. You cannot bring God too close to human pain and misery. That's Christmas. When the little girl points at, a, at Jesus on the cross and says, that's God. And when the girl's father says, that's right. And he's there dying for our sins. The theologian has nothing to say except, Amen. God has put himself into a box for us. And that was the best news that the shepherds had ever heard. The shepherds heard heaven and earth and all creation singing. They saw heaven opened and they saw a huge crowd of the heavenly beings descend into our world and to give praise to God like it had never been done on earth before. But the angels did not invite the shepherds. They did not say, okay, we want you now to come up here with us and join our cosmic choir. There was no pressure to say, can you be part of this and worship like us? There was only from the angels to the shepherds, from heaven to earth, from God to you. There was only something that was simple and doable, actionable, as they say. A set of clear and plain instructions, right? If you want God in your life, my late night friends, who are out watching your flocks by night. If you want God in your life, go into town and look for a baby in a manger. That's where you will find him. That is his box. And so those are your limits. If God is in his box, 
then you know where to find him. God is in the baby Jesus. And the baby Jesus, the angels say, is wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid within the manger. And the manger, all of this is wrapped into the story of Christmas here in Luke chapter 2. And this story is wrapped into the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. And the Holy Scriptures are the Word of God, and this Word of God and these Scriptures are, are proclaimed within God's church. And in the Word and in the church, the manger of Bethlehem and the cross of the crucifixion and the open tomb of the resurrection, all of these things are brought to us and made available to us. They are brought to us as forgiveness and life and salvation are proclaimed in Jesus' name. They are brought to us as all of these things are wrapped into his body and blood in the bread and wine and the body and blood of the resurrected Christ child is given to us to eat and drink so that we are assured of our own new birth and our own forgiveness and our own resurrection. And when the children see and hear these things and say, this is God, and their parents and friends say, yes, this is God, and here he is to give you grace. There is nothing that the theologian has to add except amen. So see then, see this and understand this, how silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.